Hello, and welcome to the podcast, episode 7. Today, my guest is famous idol Lennon Amore. Did I say that right? Lennon Amore. Uh, it's a common, Amore. like, it's a common, um, you know, mispronunciation, but I've al- I guess it's... always been so, like, scared to just mm. tell people, hey, that's how you pronounce it, just because I don't want to be rude. It's the, uh, it's the Italian versus the French. Yeah, definitely. Probably. You know, Definitely. when the moon hits the sky, like a big pizza pie, that's amore. Uh, <laughs> that's perfect. I, I am a dad at heart. Um, anyway, please introduce yourself to my audience, uh, pronouns, occupation, anything else you'd like to add. Hello, everybody. My name is Lennon Amore. I am a regime idol. Um, pronouns are she, her. How is everybody doing today? Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Um, a little about me. I've been on Inst- uh, on yeah DG for about a year and a half, I would say. Maybe not even and a half, I would. Because I started in like June of last year, like very late June. And it's been a pretty steady rise ever since. I mean... You have taken such big steps in your career. Uh, you work for Regime. Definitely. Yes. Um, and you've released so many albums. And I just think your photography is so pretty. Thank so you props so to your much. Photography. Thank you so much. I love your photography as well. I mean, I try my best. A lot of mine is mainly slice of life. Uh, that's what comes when you're a blogger. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. I like that style. I tried it for a little while, but I think yeah. it's it's definitely not for me. And you do a, an amazing job with it. So I like to leave the people who are good at being like specialty, you know, let them yeah. do it. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, obviously, as before, you are a singer. Uh, you have released some beautiful albums in the past uh recent is your most recent one is the collaboration with yes with uh aria uh, gardner my friend aria. my best friend See, I, was, I was getting there friend ari and then i stopped because i was okay. like oh my god i have no memory at all it's okay um, um it, affinity was our um collab album it was more so like a like a reset button for the both of us um she had released some material before that and we both felt that this was more of like a re-debut almost like a yeah like a reset so Mm. everything from before i um kind of i acknowledge as part of my past but in terms of my main like projects i don't really consider those a part of them but yeah. thank you for your compliments that's still um that's still something that i pride myself on are some of my or like my, the the groundwork mm-hmm. you know that laid that like made me who i am today and i believe uh i'm unsure about this uh the grammy nominations just came out yes Oh my God. I'm reading. Oh, I'm skimming over them again because I was like, "Did it happen?" <laughs> I think it's only. Oh yes, pop vocal album, best pop vocal album. You are nominated. Congratulations. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you so much to the Academy. Um, yes, we were nominated. That's something that I've been so busy recently. I've I've just been like I haven't really taken the time to mm. 
thank anybody. So I guess I'll take this time. Um, thank you so much to everybody who supported the album. Thank you so much to everybody who, um, you know, gave us feedback and had a hand in the album. Um, also, huge thank you to Aria. She's an amazing person and she's such a hard worker and brings such um, new ideas to my way of thinking. I, I often, times more than not, um, am stuck in a certain way um, and kind of like hyper fixated on a, on a certain idea. And she brings a new perspective to things. So I very much so appreciate her. And she's my sister. <laughs> she's British. Sister from another Seriously. Uh, you were actually introduced to me by uh, my good friend, Hope Blanche. Oh, uh, yes. I love Hope. Year, and you had a, a concert that she went to. And I was like, whose concert is she going to? And I found out it was yours. And I immediately was hooked because I was just like, oh. I mean, like, I know I have a girlfriend, but she is so beautiful. <laughs> thank you so much. Um, I am a huge simp. Uh, thank you. <laughs> that I'm, as a simp myself, it's, I know what that's like. So thank you. Um, yeah, it was my first ever concert, Lennon Amore Live. It was really more so like a debut stage. I miss, <laughs> like, I look back at that in such fondness. Um, and like it was something that I had never tried before obviously I was new to DG so I was taking a big risk mm -hmm. um putting on such a production that wouldn't really reach a huge audience but I think that's what was fun about it mm. um because I was able to make mistakes and able to really learn what I wanted out of like live performance plus it was like a it was like um like a live concert, like seriously. Like I had a I had an Instagram live and everything and there was a set, there was a stage, decorations. So it was really it was so immersive for me. I hadn't I feel like I don't know if anybody had done that before. Mm -hmm. Um but it was it was so it was so nice and it was such an experience. I love your performances. Every time I see like footage or photographs i just think oh that is oh, i mean i have like no musical talent whatsoever <laughs> thank you so much the I, dancers the just thank you, atmosphere thank you. i love live performing that's something that i'm so passionate about and um i definitely have a lot of creative control when it comes to my live performances so i like to make them as big production as possible I remember all my old stages. They were so beautiful. The one from a year ago. Um, also, my last stage that I did for my old projects was... I think they were all really good. And I would love to do them again. But I just feel like I didn't have the time this time around. But I'll definitely make time for that. Because I know that's something that people definitely enjoy. Or performance pictures and videos and very immersive content in that sense and i feel like um i think that's what makes dg very fun is when it's immersive and when it's like super audience um 
there's just like a bunch of interaction with yeah between the accounts and between people and between media and all that i think it's very important that we make dg as immersive and fun as possible for people and your next event is i mean this is coming out on monday so it will have been two days since the event but your next event is regime halloween yes yes i was i'm literally that i'd love to know more (laughs) oh my god so we had um i had this crazy idea i told myself well I know I want to throw a Halloween party again because last year's was really fun. A lot of people showed out. Um, and I just, I really enjoyed the concert perspective of it as well because I had thrown in um, a concert with last year's Halloween party. So um, it was just myself last year. And this year, I obviously know a lot more people. I've made a lot more friends. Um, Regime also has more people, like more acts as well. Um, So I just had this crazy idea. I was talking to Aria one day. I was like, well, what if we do a Halloween concert? Like, why not? Like, that's that would be so fun. And she was like, wait, that's that's a good idea. And she literally gaslit me. And here we are. And it's such a great lineup as well. Definitely. Um, Thank you so much. We have some really good, perf- like some some new acts debuting, um, but as well as some really good, like solid acts from years past and like, you know, veterans and seniors to DG. Big names, Definitely. small names. It's a nice... I'm looking forward to it. It's a nice range. Thank you. I'm... I I love it. I I'm so infatuated with Halloween and like being able to add like a concert a music perspective to that is something that's I think really cool. Mm. I I personally I am a big fan of Halloween. Yes. I am what they would call a Halloween gay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. For the fact that it is my yes. entire personality for the entire month of October. Um, Seriously. I'm always so sad. November 1st, I'm like, now everything's going to be up to Thanksgiving. I mean, who knows how that's going to be this year, but... Seriously. I, I feel like most people are very Christmassy. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm... I love Halloween. I love being able to dress up. I love the spooky. I love, like, horror movies, too, so it's like any mm-hmm. chance I can get to be scared, love it. I don't really like the candy perspective had... of it, but it's more like the dress up kind of. I will culture. risk diabetes for that good old pack of Skittles. <laughs> Do you have any favorite Halloween costumes of like past years? I myself, my favorite, I think, has been my uh, scarecrow Halloween costume that my sister made. I love that. Uh, I will never top that. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. One year when we were all kids, me and my brother, my sister, and my oldest sister all dressed up as Ninja Turtles, even though, like, it was something that was, quote, boyish. We all really liked the Ninja Turtles, so we all dressed up as, um, you know, Raphael, Leo, um, Donatello, and Michelangelo. It was very, it was very fun. I mean, I love it when you can, I mean, even as a kid, it doesn't really matter that much who you dress up as. Seriously. Uh, 
I remember uh, at my little sister's school, one year a boy came in as Marie Antoinette, and there were a lot of parents that were outraged. Oh my god! But I know my little sister. Um, my little sister made sure she was like, "Hey, I uh, I like your costume," and now they're best friends. Oh, that's so what cool! Cute story. <laughs> that's such a bold statement so like any kid willing to do that obviously is passionate about something so Mm. i love that i love that and uh i don't want to assume too much but you are bisexual yes 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 i was previously engaged to a beautiful woman named jasper snow um we talk but it's not like it's more of like a checking up on each other Mm. type of thing i think we were both not ready for engagement with each other in that sense like she just had a Mm. lot going on and i feel like that's why she ultimately ended up breaking off the engagement but Mm. yes i am I am. Well, I Y A Y A M. I'm a yam. Good old yam. <laughs> <laughs> it's always good to check up on your exes. I mean, I'm lucky enough to have been with Maria for I can't tell you how many years now. I'm twenty. We're both twenty years old. <laughs> I've probably only been with her for four years, but I'm still just every day. I wake up and I'm like. I'm so glad that I live in this timeline. Seriously. <laughs> I definitely, um, I feel like in recent times, especially like with what's going on lately, I've come to good terms with a lot of my exes. So it's really, it's very, um, I would say it was, it, it felt right. And it felt appropriate this year to just come to terms and like, just clear all mm. the bad blood with everybody. Because as much as I want to blame other, the other, like, the, my exes on the relationships, I myself was not the perfect person. And I still, to this day, am not. But um, we're definitely all working and growing. I think that's what's important, mm-hmm. is that we just are constantly growing. And bisexuals always get, like, a bad rep in the media. They People always say, oh they cheat or oh they're always looking at another yeah they're always like like... straying away from their partner like there's never any like real commitment there and i think that's such like a false like that's such an that's such that's so false to me Hmm. there's a lot of stigma definitely with certain you're right sexuality a lot of the time uh i mean Gay men are always told, like, you're not gay unless you do this. Yeah, or I agree. is like, um, if you don't have a pixie cut and are a butch lesbian, you aren't, like, a lesbian. Right. And that's always, like, hurt me in a sense. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I am not incredibly manly and I'm <laughs> not incredibly feminine mm-hmm. either. Um, and I just think that, you know... They've got to stop pushing stereotypes on people. I agree. I definitely agree. Um, There's like, there's so much, not everything is so black and white. 
everything's very much so like a spectrum so i think that you don't really need to fall between the lines of certain guidelines and certain restrictions as long as you fall on the spectrum you're able to explore as freely as you want uh if we move on from that i'd um (laughs) not that i'm you know, not interested in LGBT, <laughs> obviously. Um, but <laughs> I'd love to talk about. You always seem to shine a spotlight on your past, on your heritage. Um, I please do tell me about uh, your parents, your grandparents. You have such a connection with them that I'd love to know oh, more about. Thank you. If that's comfortable. Of course, of course. Okay, so, um. I will start with my no, no. Oh, I love him. Rest his soul. Um, Giuseppe Amore. He comes from a line, a long line of coffee makers. They love, like in Italy, that was their big thing, coffee. Until one day he decided maybe that isn't what he wants to do. There's plenty of other family members still doing that. So mm-hmm. he and his brother, um, my uncle, or no, 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 my, sorry, <laughs> my, um, his brother. So my, I guess my great uncle or my, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's, that is how it works. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, it's so all they right. invested in um, vineyards in California. So they specialized in wine. So that was their big thing was wine. Um, instead of coffee so they definitely built a name for themselves and built their brand on fine wine and um, that's how my my grandmother uh, Lenore I am definitely my name comes from her um, (laughs) Lenin Lenore um Lenore Frederick, she was a business manager. She had gone to college. She was definitely, this was all in California. So I I have those roots over there as well. Um, She was a business manager and she helped my Nono with a lot of his numbers and like basically running his business for him. they met very young. It was like very um, early on in the business as well. And they kind of just grew that business together. And I think that was so beautiful that they were able to find a common passion and um, like a, like a drive within both of them, as well as be romantically in love. I think that's something that's so beautiful um, Mm. to be passionate and to be in love. That's like a double whammy for me. Uh, so they only ended up having one child, and that was my father, Paolo. He did not want to be in the wine business at all. He wanted to be in the entertainment business. So um, he loved, 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 loved music. I think both my, my grandparents as well were huge into music, but not in the way that we're like, I'm... I'm going to play piano now, you know, um, mm. there, there weren't musically like sound in that sense. They just very much so appreciate, they were huge appreciators of music, but um, 
my father was incredibly talented. He also um, learned a lot of languages growing up because of my grandmother. So he was able to, you know, he, the linguistics, like he has strong linguistics, like an understanding of that. Um, To this day, like he'll call me and just start speaking in, a random language then I'm like okay please stop will you please stop and just tell me what you need because I'm tired of guessing I'm so tired of guessing Uh, it's his way of you know being a dad and being just silly um so that so I don't have any uncles and or aunts from him um but on my mother's side it's definitely a different case um my um, my grandma and my grandma, my abuelita and abuelito, mm-hmm. um, they are from Mexico. So they are from like, I want to say they're from Guanajuato. So that's like about mm-hmm. a couple hours south of central Mexico. Mm-hmm. So they're very rural folk. They just, they're not they're not big in like, uh, like materialistic objects. They're very, they mm-hmm. live very simply. Um, so whenever my mother ended up coming over here for college, um, mm-hmm. she met my dad that way. Um, and they met in California and they decided to build a life together. And they had, my mother had actually um, gotten pregnant with my sister, my eldest sister, mm-hmm. Danielle. Um, she had not gotten married to the, her, him, her, Danielle's father. So mm-hmm. it was an interesting, not more so like she was faced with, I would say issues because, um, Definitely very conservative family in Mexico, I would say. Um, so she had to, there was many challenges she faced with that because it was frowned upon more so. Mm-hmm. Um, but when she met my father, he didn't, he didn't meet, like he didn't really, it didn't matter to him. They still mm-hmm. built a life together around you know, like he accepted my eldest sister as one of his own. So I very much so appreciate yeah. that. And I'm so grateful. I definitely, yeah, I definitely have a similar experience since my older sister is actually uh, not my father's daughter, but uh, my mom actually became pregnant with my older sister, mm-hmm. Kelly, when she was a teenager. Um, and luckily, it was she had a lot more of a privileged experience, I guess, Mm -hmm. since um, my grandparents were supportive of my mother. Um, They did encourage her to, uh, like, do what she can to Mm -hmm. still manage to get still build herself like a stable lifestyle and luckily she then did meet my father and uh the two of them got married had me 
and that's so nice even so <laughs> my uh my older sister still has like a proper relationship with my father instead of her own since she never actually got to meet him yeah similar situation definitely um that's so nice to hear that information about you i never knew that i don't think i talk about it openly yeah that it's, um, it feels almost weird to be like hey guys by the way <laughs> yeah but definitely so i'm i'm very much so appreciative that my father was accepting and more so like they come from two different worlds my father obviously very privileged very like stable uh, in terms mm. of income and in terms of um you know lifestyle you know like he doesn't yeah. have to he very privileged didn't have to worry about where his next meal was going to come from could like went to the finest colleges um whereas my mother came from almost nothing like she had it was very self-made in a sense in that sense that she had to create her own opportunities for herself and risk and sacrifice a lot for her children and for a, ch a future a stable future i think that's something that is so inspiring and you know i get emotional talking about stuff like that um it's definitely mm -hmm. something that sacrifice like greatness comes from some sort of sacrifice i think yeah so um would not be the person i am today if it wasn't for the sacrifices made by my mother mm. uh we are running low on time Ooh. here so <laughs> i'll just uh skip to what i ask uh a lot of my guests mm -hmm. which is um during the situation uh what have you been doing to keep yourself like sane for example i've uh started doing yoga and uh baking and things like that that's so nice um i'm trying to think because we can't really go out and do anything i've yeah. actually been like watching a lot of films lately like i i wasn't really big into like movies before just because mm -hmm. like obviously um the lifestyle is you go out and you promote things and you you're you're you've not really had right the time. i don't i've definitely not had the time to engage in that but i very much so films i, I love films now they're so like even if it's a bad movie as long as i think it's even like i think i just appreciate films a lot more now Mm. along uh, like on top uh, of you know making music and stuff like that yeah i've just had a lot way more time way more time on my hands to dive into mute and to dive into films definitely all right uh so we're then heading to the end uh before we go uh before i do my outro i would love to know like anything uh social media events things you want to promote uh, just go ahead and I'll put them in the description. The I'm actually here to announce that um, me and Aria will be coming out with a new collab album. Um, it is a Christmas album. So Ooh. November 25th. Be ready, guys. 
follow me on Lennon Amore and um, on Instagram and follow Regime Entertainment at regime.ent um, as well as follow <laughs> follow Aria and follow the rest of the Regime idols. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys so much for watching and for listening. I mean. <laughs> All right, then I'll end these episodes the way that I always do, which is I love your faces and I will see you later. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe if you haven't already and follow the accounts that will be linked in the description of this episode. And I will see you next Monday.